Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast. Each week, your host, Casey Haston, Director of Recruiting at VIP, will bring you valuable insights from thought leaders, introduce you to incredible companies, and bring you tips for landing your dream job from our team of executive recruiters at VIP. And now, Casey Haston. Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast, a podcast devoted to adding value to your career or candidate search, brought to you by VIP. I'm your host, Casey Haston. I'm an executive recruiter, director of recruiting with VIP, and I am your all-around hiring guru. So if you need a job or you need talent, you need to call me. So, but today, you know, I love to bring you exciting guests and I, I once again, I'm bringing it to you. So I'd like to welcome Craig Deswalt, founder of Rock Your Life, podcaster, keynote speaker, and author. Now, Craig used to tour with Guns N' Roses. Some of you may not be old enough to remember that, but I do, back in the day. And now he teaches people how to deliver their message like a rock star. He speaks to corporations and at numerous conferences, associations, and networking groups, teaching what it takes to become known as an expert and an influencer amongst clients and potential customers. He's gonna share with you today how to use his methodology to ace the interview and stand out once you get the job and even how to navigate salary negotiation. We're gonna pack a lot in 30 minutes. Craig. Hi, Casey. <laughs> 30 minutes. My you first know. answer alone is 29 minutes. Uh, I'm kidding. We may have to do two shows. <laughs> no. I don't know. Joking, joking, joking. <laughs> you know, I think it's so cool um, because Right before the show, we were talking mm -hmm. about some people and some connections and how we got connected. And come to find out, yeah, you were good friends with Hal Elrod. Yeah, I found out you're a Hal Elrod groupie. I am such a fangirl. <laughs> such fangirl. a fangirl. Yeah, I knew uh, Hal when he started in the business. Him and I were in the same mastermind together. Literally, when I started, he started. And we were in the same mastermind for like, I don't know, two or three years. Wow. Yeah. That Good is guy. so, he's Good such a great guy. Yeah. Did you see on the intro? I the saw him on the intro. But did you see the t-shirt? Oh, I didn't see the t Did it say Morning Miracle? It something? says Savers. Oh, okay. I, no, I, I wore that. He was so funny when he came on. He goes, huh. I was like. <laughs> How did you? What the? Yeah. Well, I watched his. Uh, you don't have my Rock Your Life shirt on. I, you didn't give me one. <laughs> I should have given him one. You should have given me it one. It was black. I would have totally wore it today. I know. You would have. Shoot. I'll be I, right back. No. <laughs> we don't have time for that. All so right, right. I, I think that's really cool. But how did we get connected? Uh, Success North Dallas, I think, right? So we're all great connections. The Bill Wallace thing. Yes. You know, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Bill Wallace. <laughs> yeah, I know him. No, yeah, I, I moved to Texas. I connected with Jeff Crilly okay. and Bill Wallace. And then I joined Su Success North Dallas. And that's how I met everybody because I didn't know anyone just coming from California. And, uh, and now I know everybody because of those two guys. It's, it's amazing. It is amazing. The connections and the yeah. social, you know, net worth mm -hmm. that comes along oh, with yeah. belonging to a group like that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's been absolutely fabulous for me. When I first started networking, because networking is such a huge part of what I do as a recruiter, mm. um, I had gone to so many different networking events and I just was like, meh, meh. Yeah, know? I've been there too. And then I got to Success North Dallas and it was such a different vibe, yeah. such a different energy. It was I, such a different vibe. I actually became a partner. I, I know, so you're much. one of our partner members. I know. I was like, I really like these guys. Yeah. <laughs> I so love that. that. Yeah. And we and we so appreciate you oh, for yeah. being a partner member and supporting us at that next level because that's what it takes for us to be able to continue to bring yes. the best of the best speakers to Success North Dallas each mm -hmm. month, which I just want to add, 
speaking of best of the best speakers, yeah. who's speaking in February? I think. No, it's March. Oh, it was either December if something happens. Yes. Or March for sure. March for so sure. So it's probably March. Probably March. Yeah. Let's hope. Fingers yeah. crossed. So Fingers crossed. I think that is going to be amazing. Uh, I'm a little different than anything you've had on the stage. And you'll I see. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, but yeah. I, one it's question. Yeah. And I'm going to see how you answer this. Yeah. Are you going to jump on chairs and tables like Greg Reed did? Greg Reed? From Secret Knot. Yeah. Did he jump on tables? He, well, okay. He stole I don't think that he made me. it actually on the I'm tables. <laughs> I think he made it onto the chairs. I do something different. Okay. You're going to make me wait for it? Yes. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, fun, though, but it's fun. Okay. So tell me about your past experience and how it shaped who you are today and what you offer. So, yeah, I uh, um, graduated college a long time ago. And no. right out, yeah, yeah very long time ago. And uh, I got a job at Westbury Music Fair in Long Island, New York as like a runner backstage because I wanted to be an actor. And and uh, so I figured I'd get a job at a theater that okay. plays and your know, stuff. So anyway, uh, Air Supply comes in. Remember Air Supply? That was the first concert I ever went to. Was it really? I think yes. Do you, what year was it? Oh, I'm not going to tell you that. Okay. Well, anyway, I, anyway, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll jump to a thing. We'll talk about that. So after. anyway, I... Um, I worked at this theater and Air Supply came in and did a couple of shows. And to make a very long story short, because I don't want to take up the whole time with this, but uh, they took me away um, because they liked my positive attitude and my energy. And I went on tour with Air Supply for eight years from Westbury Music Fair. So I toured with them for a while. Um, then I toured with Guns N' Roses, like you mentioned. Uh, and uh, One story, one story from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Come on now. Is this, what, what's the rating on this uh, show here? PG 13 and uh, a half. No, I don't have any. Oh. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have any of those. Let me think of, I'll try to think of. Okay, go on. This. I'm sorry. I interrupted. No, that's okay. So I toured with Guns N' Roses for four years. And um, and then um, I just decided I don't want to be on the road anymore. I wanted mm -hmm. to get married, settle down, have kids. And if you do that on the road, it never works out. Mm. So I uh, quit all that, got out of the music industry. And... Um, a lot of things happened. One of them, my wife was diagnosed with cancer. Oh my gosh. And she had Hodgkin's lymphoma, but she's totally healed. Not Yay. Wood. She's 17 years good now. And um, so I had an ad agency at the time, um, and but she got cancer, so we had to focus on getting her better. Yes. So I quit the ad agency, focused on a modeling agency, as she has a modeling agency, kept that running. And I went to this seminar, James Malinchak, that we were talking about before, yeah. where I met Hel Hel Elrod. Um, went to a seminar and this guy, I went to actually lunch with a friend of mine and at the lunch, he goes, Hey, I'm at this seminar upstairs. Do you want to just pop in? And I popped in and it was James Malinchak's speaker seminar, how to be a speaker. And I ended up staying there for four days and I became a speaker that weekend in 2008. And now I teach entrepreneurs because I, I toured with these bands, Guns N' Roses, Air Supply. I learned how to market outside the box, do things differently than everybody else does in marketing. And now I teach entrepreneurs how to be rock stars in their business. I've got to come to your next oh, event. September 7, 8, 9. High five. Okay, I'm there. I'll give you a free ticket. I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we just, my partner and I just launched a new business. Oh, great. So we oh, can talk about that offline because we'll this is about that. you. So I want to talk about... <laughs> it's always about me. That's what my wife says. It's always yeah. about you. No, That's not, what everybody says around so me not. too. <laughs> anyway. But let's talk about your Rockstar program because, yeah. you know, it, it really does enable people to find their inner voices and their inner rock star mm -hmm. to realize that success. So how do you go about doing this? What 
makes your program different from every other speaker program out there? <laughs> well, uh, my speaker program is just one piece of my program. My mastermind, oh, okay. uh, I have about 150 people in my mastermind that year after year they renew, which is amazing. I have a really good community. And we focus on Zoom calls every Monday with everybody. And then I do live events. But my live events are like one event is uh, how to become a successful speaker. One is the one in September um, is how to write a book and become a, a rock star author. Um, I do podcasting, I do marketing, I do health and wellness and all that. So I combine a bunch of different things and do one seminar for each subject uh, about four times a year. But in my mastermind, I basically, uh, we do Zoom calls every Monday to keep people accountable and we do live events. And I believe in live events. I don't yes. film my events. I think that's the worst thing people could do is film their event because it never looks the, the same. The energy is not there. Yes. My events are so energetic. People walk out of there on fire, ready to conquer the world. So I'm a big live event guy. I will never do. I only do Zoom calls with my mastermind. But if you my social media is really bad. I, <laughs> I don't do live. I don't do all that stuff uh, because I want to make sure they come to the live event because it's very impactful. I, I think that's really important, but here's a pushback that I'm going to give you. Yes. And I want you to crush my pushback. No, no, no. I, I, you, you talk about the weekly meetings and inside I'm going, mm, yeah, because that is such a time commitment. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, I've walked past masterminds because they have those weekly meetings. Yeah. Well, so why do you do it weekly? It's not, it's not required. Okay. So it's just hot seats every Monday morning. Uh, I have 150 people in the mastermind. We get about 30 to 40 every every week and it's the different 30 to 40 and i tell them to come on if you have a question if you want to ask something that you need help with in your business so it's basically hot okay. seats it's not a meeting really it is a meeting but it's a meeting of the minds and brainstorming we're just brainstorming ideas and then i always teach something and sometimes i have a lot of guest speakers on as well okay. you're available absolutely okay, good. <laughs> and, and i just wanted to share with you i don't know if you knew this or not yeah. my book is coming out september <gasps> 1. Oh, you should promote it at my event. I'll if, let you promote it at my event if you come. You have to real? come all three days. You have to come all three okay, days. Okay, we'll talk about that. Okay. I'll show it to you when we get down I don't, here. I don't allow people to come one I know. Day. I think that's important. Yeah, it because is. Because it's a whole thing. So when I went through coaching school, we would have um, three intensive mods and then 12 weeks in between of mm -hmm. like a lot of online stuff. Yes. And so that was their thing. You have to be there every single day mm -hmm. or you will not pass. You will yeah, not get well, your accreditation. I, I like that. Yeah. And I just think, you know, you're going to ask me, I think, a question at the end. So I'll save it for the end. But there's a really important thing that I think a lot of people lack. What? Well, it's showing up. You know, it's, that it's, was my whole theme at yeah, our last Women in Success. It's show huge. up. Just show up physically and mentally. Yes. And and for people, we got so, because of COVID, we got so easy to be on our computers and just interact with people that way. But going to see people live, like coming to the studio is amazing, right? Yeah. It just gets people out there and, you know, interacting with people again. And people don't do that anymore. Well, they have to start again. Yeah. And I think that's so important. And, and one of the things we're seeing, one of the trends, you know, there people got really spoiled on the candidate side when COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And now we get a lot of calls and they're like, well, I only want 100% remote. And I'm like, I'm oh. telling you, mm -hmm. that's not a thing anymore. No, no. My wife owns a modeling agency and we try to hire people. She hires people. She She's based in LA, but we opened up an office here in Dallas because we just moved here two okay. years ago. Everyone, everyone asks the same thing. Can I do it remotely? No. And we're like, no. <laughs> Why is everyone still I, in this remote thing? Right. It's, it's okay. Go outside. Yeah. 
Exactly. Get some vitamin D. Thank you. Yes. Amen, sister. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing. What's one thing you find in common with all of your clients? Maybe something, a challenge mm -hmm. that they face. Um, well, uh, the challenges for entrepreneurs, all entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. is discipline, right? It's like, I'm my own boss. I really don't have to go to work today. I could just oh. go to the beach. I could just, well, we don't have beaches here in Texas. But uh, when California, that's true. But is that like 12 hours away or something? It's like forever. <laughs> anyway, um, but we, we uh, and I do too as an entrepreneur. There's so many things that I could be doing that are fun. Mm -hmm. So waking up every day is a challenge to actually do some work. You know, so a lot of people get complacent and they're like, well, I'd rather be doing this and then their business starts falling out. But my mastermind, I have two things in common with people in my mastermind. They must, and I vet everybody in my mastermind, mm -hmm. they have to have a passion for what they're doing. Must have passion for what they're doing. They're not just doing it because, oh, it makes money or something like that. They have to want to eat, sleep, and drink this thing. Mm -hmm. And then the second is they want to become world changers. Like they want to give back and do something to the world. And I'm doing something huge in 2025. Can I just mention it? Yeah. Okay. So in 2025, remember Live Aid? Yes. I'm. It was 1985 or You might 86. want to tell, talk about what that is though, because oh, a lot Live of people Aid. may not know. Right. It was so long ago. Live Aid was this big concert that raised money for, uh, I think it was Ethiopia at the time. It was um, Bob, um, I'm drawing a blank, uh, the guy that ran, oh my God, the guy that ran, it was a big concert in Philadelphia <laughs> and London. For charity. The name will come to me. Um, and uh, they raised money and all the big bands played. Yes. Or if you were a band in 1985 or six. You went to this concert and you played 20 minutes. And I'm a big Queen fan. <gasps> and, oh my God, they're my favorite. Oh, we are going to be friends besties. friends with them. Uh, we uh, are going to so Freddie be Mercury, Because uh, Brian May toured with Guns N' Roses, the lead guitarist of Queen. Anyway, oh. so we did this. They did this concert in '86, and Queen like killed it. Is touted as the best 20 minutes in the history of rock and roll. I've seen that. Yeah. And uh, so, 1986, they raised millions of dollars for hunger. I think it was Ethiopia. I know a lot of people in the music industry from touring with air supply and guns and roses so in 2025 I, my wife and i have a foundation band together foundation and we're putting on the next live aid and it's already in the works i already have bands and i can't mention anything yet but 2025 band together concert bringing bands to uh um together for a big concert and it's going to raise money for the homeless that's what we're doing you're trying to make me cry yeah <laughs> that's that our awesome. big bucket okay, list. Okay. Anyway, so my mastermind. We need like a pin so we can make a list like of that. things that we we're going to talk about after the show. Okay, because so. <laughs> I want to talk to you about that I more. So okay, yeah. so anyway, go ahead. Yes. Sorry. Oh no, so that's what um, in my mastermind. A lot of people, we all want to give back to something. If you're yes. if you're running a business, you need to give back. Either you run a foundation, uh, a nonprofit, or you volunteer at nonprofits and volunteer a lot. So that's our focus. Okay, two points yeah. on that. Yeah. So one of the things you say you have to be a world changer. You don't. You have to want to be. Want to be a world yes. changer. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. My journal that's coming out is called Awaken Your Potential. Mm, love that. My community is Destination Awaken. Mm. My URL, Destination yeah. World. Oh, dot world. Mm-hmm. Very good. Is that good. good? It's great. I love yes, it. Yes, I yes. love it. I'm so excited. So about there's that. a lot of synergy here we need to talk yes. after. We're making Trey, I know. Trey's Trey gonna make, make the list for us. <laughs>
Um, what was the other thing that I was going to mention to you, though? Oh, you said there was two things. Yeah. That was one. I got so I excited about Destination Awaken that I forgot the other one. It'll come to you just it's like... Uh, We're supposed to be talking about interviews. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, too. <laughs> I'm having so much fun with this, though. Um, so it'll come to me. Um, Bob oh, Geldof. Give back. Bob Geldof, oh, Live Aid. You didn't even have to wait till 3 a.m. Oh my God, it came back to me. <laughs> this is my life. Things come to me later. Like I'll be driving, oh, Bob Geldof. I talked to a lady that runs a brain improvement, oh. brain health yeah, yeah, center yeah. at UT Dallas. Yes. And she was talking about those mental highways. Maybe yeah. we should go talk to her together. So I have this thing coming to my seminar because it's, it's called Rockstar Author Health Summit. Author health, speaker health. Um, marketing health, so having health in your life and your business. So I have Dr. Patrick Porter. He invented the brain tap. I don't know if you've <gasps> heard of the brain tap. I'm already interested. Right? And it's these uh, headphones that you put on. I, I bought them. Dr. Fab Mancini. I uh, had him on the show. You, yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. I just saw him last night at dinner. So um, he introduced me to Patrick Porter at his event. Patrick is coming to my event to talk about brain tap. It is life-changing. My wife and I both have one. It's only what, like oh, 600 bucks. What does it do? You, it's headphones yeah. and, and these lights. And <gasps> it just helps you with PTSD or yes. weight loss or stress or anything as you're going to bed or when you want to meditate in the morning. And it's just like 15 minutes a day, just putting this stuff on changes everything, changes the patterns in your brain. I'm gonna have to go look that up. Right? I'm it's so into anything too. that has to do with me the brain. Too. So I'm joining um, the, it's called the Brain Health Project. Love it. Completely free, but it's a research project. I love it. But they are talking about how they are increasing the, the, the width of your neural highways mm. so that just like that information didn't come to you right away, yeah, yeah. that's exactly why, because you, those neural pathways are yeah. shrinking. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, mine, mine is shrunk. <laughs> I'm Sorry. trying to open them up again. <laughs> hey, my, my information normally doesn't years. come to me until 3 a.m. in the morning. Right, that's right, why right. I said 3 a.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that that's, but I think yeah. it's so important that we stimulate our mind and that mm. we do take care of our brain health now. And that's the other reason why I ask people to come to the live events. You need to get out. You need to interact with people. Like you said, the vitamin D, just go outside yes. once in a while. So many people are stuck in their houses because they got so used to it for two and a half years. It got comfortable. And yeah, I love sitting in my pajamas. You know, I, I right now I have pajamas lie. on underneath here. And, <laughs> I don't have uh, shoes on. This is how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, but it's just, um, it's very comfortable, but it, that's dangerous, man. That is, it is dangerous. It is. You know, I was, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I was thinking about that the other day because I've noticed like when I, so I work a couple of days from home, I mm. only put on a decent shirt. Yeah. A Zoom suit. Yeah, because of the Zoom. Yeah, Zoom suit. <laughs> oh, Zoom suit. That's like what it's that. called, a Zoom suit. Like but that. when I go to the office, I've also noticed that my quality, like, I mean, when you see me at Success North Dallas, that's the most dressed up I am all month. Yeah, me too. And that's sad. Me, this is the most dressed up I am. Because I used Except to be. Except for my seminars. Yeah, but yeah. I used to be, you know, like full me, business, me you know, too. casual well, every single day. I, when I was with Guns N' Roses, not so much. We wore shorts, t-shirts, <laughs> and dark We would be happy Martins. if you kept your clothes on, right? <laughs> oh, there's, there's one of the stories that I can't tell. <laughs> I did it. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, I, I will tell one story. It's kind okay. of funny. It's really, it's not, it's not really X-rated. But it, it, it might seem it, but it's not. Okay. All right. It happened to me, so I could, I could share okay. this. We used to play pranks on each other with Guns N' Roses. And, um, and one day, um, when we were on tour, we always had a floor. We always had our own floor at a hotel. And we had high security. So I was always next door to Axel because I worked with Axel. And um, one day, I, I'm in my towel. 
Oh, no. And I know. And I go to <laughs> Axel's room to pick something up and I was going to go back. Well, this uh, Slash's security guard rips my towel off in the hallway, runs back into oh. his room. And we all have walkie-talkies where we say, uh, they, I heard on the walkie-talkies, hey, Doeswalt's in the, uh, in the uh, hallway naked. Everyone lock your doors. Don't let him in. So imagine <laughs> the conundrum here. I am naked in a hallway in a hotel and there's no way out now. So I, to make a very long story short, I had to figure out how to get the key to my room. So I, 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 I went to the, uh, lo uh, the lobby of the floor that was like the ninth floor little lobby thing uh -huh. where the elevators are. And there was a, a rose, like a dozen roses there. And I thought maybe I could hide that, but they had thorns and, and <laughs> didn't want to go there. So what I did was I prayed to God. I said, God, please help me out. So I hit the down elevator button, praying that nobody was on that elevator. And with the superhuman strength, because you could do a lot when you're in, under stress, <laughs> there was a carpet on the floor. I ripped <gasps> the carpet from the floor and wrapped it around myself and went downstairs <sighs> to the lobby. And I walk up to the hotel uh, front desk and the guy just goes to me, Guns and Roses. And I said, yes. And I go, I need a key to my room. And I went back up. But I got a lot of looks. <laughs> I bet. I, I had a carpet wrapped around me to get back to my room. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, sure there's tons more. Way more. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the uh, PG-13X video, uh, version or something. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, so let's we talk about we, It was wonderful. Yeah. Um, so how would someone use your approach to ace an interview? Because, you know, that's mm -hmm. what we're doing. We're helping people get yeah, jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my thing is probably going to be a little different than everybody else's I answer. hope so. Yeah. Um, the interview, if you are a rock star in your industry mm -hmm. and you do the things that I teach in my seminars, when you go to the interview, it would be a formality because they already know that you're the rock star in your industry before you even get there. Okay. So it's podcasting. It's writing a book about whatever you do. And you're going to say, well, what about kids that just graduate you know, college? Yeah, I teach to 11th graders. Uh, I, I have this thing at Pepperdine University that I do. And I teach these kids how to write a book before they even go to college. So if you have a book, if you have a podcast, a live podcast that you're mm -hmm. doing, um, and you are out there on social media the right way and portraying whatever you want to be in life. When you go to the interview, they sh I would send my book and my uh, a link to my podcast before I even got to the interview. Oh. And, um, and then they would know a little bit more about me before we even had the interview. But I have no, uh, I, the only thing I would say for an interview is just be yourself. Don't try to be someone else. You know, just be yourself. And if you fit their thing, then that's good. And if you don't fit and you try to, be what they want, then you're not going to be happy in the job anyway. Amen. Yeah. Right? I, I say the same thing. I'm like, you need to be your authentic self. That's right. And if they don't like you, it's not your job. That's right. You have to. Then you're and, just and going to be, okay. be unhappy later yeah. anyway. Exactly. And why, why do that to yourself? Mm -hmm. Because, yeah. you know, I really want people to be aligned in their careers. Um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I was misaligned in my career for the first 20 years of my oh, life. Really? Yeah. yeah. Craig. Yeah. I was an accountant. Oh. Uh, nothing wrong with accounting. No, but you know me. Yeah. And I do love numbers, but the thought of doing that every day. Could, could you see me no, doing that? No, no, Being stuck in no. a little room with the door shut, not talking to people? No. Yeah. No. And so that's why I'm saying it's not that I couldn't do it. It's just that's not 
what my passion is. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of accountants that are passionate yes, about Yes, they love they their love numbers. It. They love them. Love it. And I'm like, go over there yeah. with that. <laughs> I don't have to do yeah, that I anymore. Yeah, I can't sit in all, Just sitting here is like my hands are I know. Warm. I want to. Just, right? I can't I have sit. been trying to get them to let me stand to do this podcast oh, really? for four years. <laughs> I do mine in the Oprah uh, one so I can move around a little bit. Do you stand and walk around? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, see, yeah, but that's where to, the energy comes. See, that's from. that's where this one's a little hard. But I love this because I only have to do this for thirty minutes. I know, right? <laughs> it's not but so it's bad. a great room, though. This is it's amazing. you know this is my I think my fourth studio. So I, I bought you flowers today. You're so sweet. Yeah. thank you so Apparently much. Apparently, they've been there every week. <laughs> and I didn't know they were from you until yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, that's I awesome. I sent those to you years ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Let's talk really quickly, like in an interview, how crucial is it when they say, tell me your story or oh to gosh. tell your story? Oh my gosh. What? Oh my. Well, thank you for that lead in. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Okay. How crucial it is to tell your story. So I have a new program with this guy, James Barber. James Barber played the Phantom <gasps> in Phantom of the Opera on Broadway for three is, years. Is he here? Uh, he was just I here. I met him with you. I, yes, he, That's yes. what it was. He was. We did a podcast together. Yes. Because we have a program about your story, creating your story, and we we help people write their story, like a seven eight minute story. Mm-hmm. We help people write their story, uh, and we and then they do it for us, standing there, and we direct them. In there, it's like mini little plays. Yeah. Because he's a director and I was a director, so we have a program called Rockstar Power Program where we help people with their story because. It is that important. Story is everything. I learned that from Les Brown. Uh, so many people. As a Are speaker, you friends with Les Brown too? Very dear friends. And yes, I, I want can, him on the I podcast. Can, I could definitely get him. I love him. He, he, I'm hungry. Uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> I am texting him right now. No way. I swear to God. Because I'm. You're going to be the third person that's told him he needs to come on my bo- podcast. No, 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 no. But I can make it happen. Do Casey. it. So because he's, I'm trying to get him in. September. But don't, don't tell anybody yet. Okay. When is don't, this airing? Uh, about four weeks. Oh. So probably right before September. Oh, no. It needs to be faster. Okay, we can do that. Just make it faster. You know people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just make it faster. Okay. okay. Anyway, Les Brown, I mean, just an amazing storyteller. Yes. And I just believe that in interviews and everything, if you share your story, because everyone else is just going to give the facts and, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but if you have an impactful story of why you are where you are today, or why you are who you are today because of something that happened and turning it into a positive, something negative to turn it, that is life changing. So we have a whole program designed on it because it is that important for speakers, authors, uh, entrepreneurs, consultants, interviews, all everybody, Inter- interviews especially, because you'll be different than everybody else that doesn't have their story. And right. if, you can, if you can have a beautiful beginning, middle and end for your mm-hmm. story, you know, one of the things I tell my candidates, not necessarily about telling your story, but I do tell them to tell a story because one of the mm-hmm. icebreaker questions is tell me a little bit about yourself. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, you need to think about this differently. You need to set yourself apart from those other candidates mm-hmm. and I always liken it to a commercial. And I don't know if you remember this commercial or not. You maybe do. It was a Super Bowl commercial yep. about 25 years ago. Oh, Lord. I don't remember it two hours ago, <laughs> but go ahead. Puppy monkey baby. <laughs> no. You don't remember this one? No. Okay, and so it I, sounds familiar, but I can't picture it. Great. Okay, so they so what I say is you need to have you keep it short and sweet. Yeah, the answer to this. Yeah, but you have a hook. Oh yeah, because you don't want them changing the channel on you, yeah. and you want them you want to be dancing around in their head mm-hmm. when they're interviewing other candidates. I like that. 
And so I give the story, the example of the puppy monkey baby that comes in, obviously made an impression on me. Yeah. Because that stupid little creature is still dancing around in my head <laughs> to this day. Yeah. And so, you know, and then I give them an example of what my hook would be if I was interviewing mm -hmm. and just to kind of firm it up. But the puppy monkey baby, yeah. Puppy on the that. top, you monkey know in the middle. I'm going to YouTube that when I get I, I really wouldn't. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> you've been it's dancing like in my head. It's like a thorn in your brain. <laughs> okay, good advice. <laughs> but, but you can if you want yeah, to. Yeah. But That's funny. So, all right, let's say, okay, so we've gotten through the interview process. We've yeah. gotten through. We're hired. Yeah. It, it, this isn't the time to slack, though, no, right? No, Okay, no so slacking. how do we continue to be a rock star? Okay, uh, so uh, once again, okay, so my son, Ryan, my middle son, just got a job at his old high school, um, Oaks Christian High School in Los Angeles. So he moved back to LA. I moved here so it would be less expensive and everyone's going back to LA, my kids. Oh. Anyway, so he's in a band, but he got a job at his old school. And I, I, the advice I gave him is this, you know, show up early, stay late and go above and beyond while you're there. Even if they don't ask you to do something and there's nothing to do, clean something, do something. And I did this growing up and that's how, that's how I got the job with Air Supply. I mean, I was just doing things that I wasn't even supposed to be doing, just making sure everyone was okay, make sure everyone had everything they needed, when they needed it, all that stuff. And it just, it just it, it's so amazing to the owner of the company, they see this, they yes. watch for this because it's so rare now. We have, they don't work there anymore. We've had some employees at Peak Models that only do what their job description says. Uh, 